Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to our new Zones Women of Technology podcast. I am your host, Kate Espy. And I am your co-host, Julie Wagner. And we are so excited to have you join us today. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us for our first inaugural podcast. We are so excited to be with you today. Um, We first wanted to take a moment to introduce ourselves. We recognize that not all of you may be familiar with who we are, what our current role is within the Zones community, as well as how we got here. So I'd love to pass it off to Julie first to kind of explain some of her history and how she um, in particular got involved in tech and leadership in technology. So Julie, take it away. Hey, everybody. Uh, So excited to be co-hosting here with Kate um, for this new podcast. So yeah, let me tell you a little bit about myself. Um, Obviously, my name is Julie Wagner. I am a sales manager for the mid-market industry over here at Zones. I've been with the company for just about two years, and I actually started out as an account manager. I started out... um, doing the exact same thing that my amazing account managers that I get to manage do. So I know what they're doing, where they're coming from, and all of the the pain points that they're talking about their clients with from a personal standpoint. So yeah, um, let's see my history and background. I come from a long line of tech. <laughs> I came over from the telecommunications industry. Um, I worked for some pretty large Fortune 50 companies in leadership. And I took a break for a little bit, um, ran my own little small business. And then it was time for me to go back and work with more people because small business can be really Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It can be very isolating sometimes. So I love working back in corporate America. Um, I get to work with some of the coolest people in the tech industry. And yeah, it's just really exciting. Um, So that's, that's pretty much a quick little background about me. How about how about you, Kate? Tell me, tell us about yourself. Yes, my experience um, is a little bit different than yours, Um, but (laughs) I have been with Zones a little over a year and a half now. I am currently the Director of Client Success, uh, overseeing our regional leaders, CSMs, our QoS um, personnel, and we are in charge of supporting our top 62 to 65-ish now accounts. And I originally started off as a director of operations um, back in, gosh, what is it, August, September of 2019, and then have had the opportunity in May of last year to lead the client success team. So prior to coming to Zones, I I truthfully had no business getting involved in technology, Um, but I worked for the same company for 15 years in the kind of luxury five-star service and retail space um, for one of the industry leaders in the salon and spa business in the Pacific Northwest. And I was a senior director of operations there over our flagship and founding location, as well as assisting with, you know, training and um, development of the other 
kind of smaller director level and all levels of management. And then, of course, we had licensed uh, professionals as well. So that's where um, the bulk of my career has been. Um, again, 15 years within the same company is quite a long time. Um, prior to that, I worked for about four years or so in um, furniture sales and installation for a um, a business that was doing it for like schools and a lot of the schools in Washington state and a couple other surrounding states in the Pacific Northwest and also um, some businesses as well. So that's kind of my background. Like I said, I on paper might not have the tech um, knowledge that you would expect for somebody in a leadership position in this world. But what I really get excited and jazzed about is leading people. And I lead such a great team and I'm so thankful every day to be able to work with them. They are just amazing and have really welcomed me into this new space. That's so fantastic. I think I think one of the really cool things about the tech industry is that it's constantly growing and it's constantly <clears throat> moving forward so quickly that people with all different kinds of backgrounds, it, we have that space, right? That is we so get true. To, we get to come in and, you know, you have background in here. I have background in telecommunications and, and small business in the creative industry. And you know, now we work for this company where we get to utilize all of our, our past experience and it's brought us into this incredible positions where we get to help make an impact on not only in the tech industry, but on the people that we work with, right? Absolutely. So you have an incredible team. My team is absolutely stellar, probably one of the most tight-knit teams in the sales in in the sales industry seriously we are so tight-knit and it's so great um because we all work really well together but yeah i just ah it's just so exciting that we get to be in positions that are typically i'm, I'm just gonna say it, it it's typically a, a gentleman's playing ground in the history of technology yes um the tech industry you know back when we started in 2019 uh women generally back in 2019 women made up generally only five percent of the tech industry at that time mm -hmm. and just in the two years that we've been in this industry it's grown to 12 percent and i found that on forbes just a couple days ago so that's a huge growth year over year Huge. Oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, why I'm one of the reasons why I'm so thankful to have been given the opportunity to take on a position that wasn't a new industry was because the the experience that I brought to the table really demonstrated a level of being able to look at operations and being able to look at client success as something that that goes across industries, right? I didn't necessarily need the tech experience because it is always changing. I was being brought into a position where I wasn't necessarily going to need to know how to how to place a quote or an order, but I needed to know how <laughs> to effectively lead the individuals who were doing it, as well as create those operational efficiencies and look at the entire groups that I was overseeing in general to see where we could find an opportunity to perform at a higher level, to per, you know, to kind of think outside of the box and find new ways and just be that fresh set of eyes. So I was really thankful because I think a lot of times 
women especially getting into tech, like me who did not have prior experience, might be a little bit nervous to even explore those opportunities because things are changing so fast or they feel like they need to know how to code or do one of the actual technical skills when there's so much more to technology than just that, right? There's the ability to sell like you and your team have the ability to do. There's client success managers and regional leaders and all sorts of places within tech that people can find their space. And that's just one of the things that I just love. Yeah, that's a thousand percent true. I, I was a little nervous when I came over to zones. I had, uh, I had had some folks reach out and they're like, Hey, we think you should apply for this position. Um, and because I have, I had been out of my leadership positions in the, the, my past, um, I wanted to start as an account manager. I, I, I'm one of those people. I like to start and see where I like to get in the trenches, right? Yep. So because I really think that one of the reasons that my team and I work so well together too, and why we're able to have the kind of success that we do in the tech industry is because I, man, I get in the trenches with them because mm-hmm. I understand it. Now, when I started, whew, I, <laughs> I would come home and I would look at my family and be like, I um, don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight because I have an overload of stuff in my brain that I found it so fascinating and so just so fascinating. So it's really, it really is a testament of, you know, you don't have to be someone who was raised in the tech industry or go to school for tech. I have my MBA. I, Mm -hmm. I I have my MBA in business administration, you know, not in technology. Yeah. But Zones has, um, working with Zones has been, it's been very eye-opening and, you know, I've, I'm kind of obsessed with cloud (laughs) and I really, I really enjoy, um, cloud and security within the cloud. That's just been something for me that's really struck my interest. So I've been learning about it, you know, on the side, like on my time, which I think is really cool. Yeah. But yeah, so, so this month is March, right? Yep. March 8th was International Women's Day. And we, uh, we want to talk to you a little bit about International Women's Day and, you know, the theme of the year. And, you know, how can we, how can we as, as women in technology um, challenge each other and help each other grow yeah. and champion our, our fellow women in technology so yeah, let, yeah, there was. What do you think, Kate? You know, the you had mentioned a few minutes ago that you had found a statistic um, about women in tech from Forbes, and Forbes actually also wrote an article about International Women's Day this year. Um, the theme for 2021 is hashtag Choose to Challenge, and I was thinking about how can we and you know get our our friends, our coworkers, um, our networks to really take that theme and feel as though that they have a a path or a call to action. And Forbes did a great job of kind of outlining really three ideas of how we can choose to challenge. And they talked about on the um, International Women's Day website, they were talking about a challenged world is an alert world. And so something that I have talked to my, my own work team about and something that I talk with my kind of my group of girlfriends about is 
living with intent versus habit. And when I was thinking about International Women's Day, it was all about being alert and being intentional and and feeling as though you can't, you do have a voice and you can use it. And then how do we channel that for positive change, for positive, you know, cheerleading of our fellow girlfriends, coworkers, whomever. And so the first thing that Forbes had mentioned as one of the ways in which we can choose to challenge for this year is to challenge the doubts that fuel our sense of inadequacy. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, they had a study that was done by HP, and it said that women will look at a job wreck, for example, when they're looking to start a new position, and they're comfortable applying for the job if they only hit like six out of 10 of the ideal candidate criteria. Whereas a woman, we want to hit all 10. <laughs> and that really spoke to me when I was reading that yeah. article because I was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly me. This is why there was some fear when I was looking for growth and a new opportunity because I was very comfortable 15 years within the same organization. I had built my my career up into different levels of leadership and I could have been I could have stayed comfortable. And I wanted to kind of like disrupt what I was doing. And it was really it was really nerve-wracking to be honest just to try and step into this new space, but I'm so glad that I did, but I think that a lot of women can certainly relate to those feelings of do I know enough? Am I going to be good enough? Are they going to catch on that I maybe don't know everything that they know? <laughs> or figuring out what our own value system is within that? Like, how do we how do we continue to be confident in the value that we bring to the table? You know, I know that I'm a confident leader. I know how to lead people. That's really where I thrive. And I think that women can sometimes, again, have just kind of struggle with where to find their place. I I absolutely agree. And you just said something a minute ago, and it reminded me of a saying that I, I like to say it very often. If you're not growing, you're dying. Yep. So it's one of those, you know, okay, these these women, they're they're we look at these incredible job opportunities, and a lot of us just really we just don't we're scared. Or yeah. we're nervous, you know, that that risking that backlash effect, the backlash effect of, you know, acting outside of traditional female caretaker role perceptions. Yeah. And <laughs> and that's a big thing. I also think that um that, you know, having mentors and sponsors and and other women who champion our careers, that's also huge. That's Absolutely. huge. And there's a there's a huge gap in not just the tech industry, but I, th I think in all industries as a whole, there's just a huge gap where, where we actually take advantage of the mentors. Cause I know a lot of women that are, we're do it yourselfers, we're DIYers, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> and we want to research it and do it ourselves, and we'll figure it out on our way. Um, but if we have those mentors and the sponsors and, and those women that are going to back us up, you know, have you have you ever heard the saying her success is not your failure? No, I haven't heard that one. No, that's one interesting. It's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite sayings. Her success is not your failure, and I think it's fantastic because it really shows that that heart of hey, let's champion each other, let's build each other up. You know, 
our, my, my friend over here got a huge pay raise and a, and an incredible job opportunity within her company. And she got to, you know, move up in roles. And then, you know, one of my other friends, and maybe it was the same position that you had applied for, you know, right. It's still, it's still, you know, it's still incredible to watch and uplift each other and be each other's cheerleaders at the end of the day, which I think that, you know, we need to do more of as, as a whole. I think Absolutely. It's, it's, it's important for our psyche as well. So our mental I agree. So yeah. true. <laughs> that was actually another one that Forbes had mentioned is, you know, challenging women and ourselves to back each other up and to back ourselves up. There's so much negative self-talk, I think, just because of, you know, whether it's workplace um, competition or feeling of inadequacy right across our workplace, or it could just be, you know, social media and all of the pressures of society today and all of these things that it's really easy to get in that negative space where we are talking poorly about ourselves, about each other. And there is such a need for positive self-talk, um, you know, within ourselves and also with empowering each other and celebrating each other's success. And really, that was a key message of International Women's Day for this year is to really celebrate and recognize and like cheerlead all of the success that we're seeing across our personal and professional lives and the women that we know. Yeah, absolutely. Words hold, words hold power. You they know, do. what we say about ourselves, what we say about others, it's, it's, it's powerful. So here, here's something that I really liked from the from the Forbes article. So next time you hear a woman talking herself, focusing on what she hasn't done, minimizing all she has done, or simply deflecting a compliment, even sarcastically, draw her attention to it. You know, don't call her out publicly, <laughs> but be like, you know, don't talk about my friend that way. You know, I, I, like, right. I like my friend. And um, I like, you that. know, it. Yeah, I, I'm all about, you know, accepting the compliment, even though, and I know we all think it too, you know, Ugh, okay, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, if someone's saying something to you, it it's most likely true. And I hate when I, I hate when I look at myself in the mirror and I, and I think those negative thoughts sometimes, or I have that, you know, that imposter syndrome of for sure. Oh my gosh, why am I here? Like, I am not qualified to do this. Yeah. <laughs> but, but sometimes it really does take that, like my female friends, we champion each other. So one of my best friends, if I have those moments where I'm like, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I'm qualified. I, I just, I don't, that's when she's like, you need to stop, hold up and wait a second, sister. Yep. <laughs> this is this is what you have. And just because maybe you're having a moment, let me tell you, these other people can see it. And that's why you're the one that's in this position. Mm -hmm. That's why you're the one that was chosen. So yeah, I, I love that. I, it, it's so good that you have that. like a network like that. I, I think it's so important, especially, you know, in in groups of women, it can be really easy to cut each other down. <laughs> I went to an all girls high school and it was great for a number of reasons. And there wasn't much, uh, as much as you'd probably think in terms of, you know, cutting each other down or certainly we had clicks and all of the rest, but it really was an empowering environment. And I just think that I have taken so much of that into my career and my professional life. I've also been in women dominated industries. I mean, the salon and spa space, hello, <laughs> is like prime for, you know, 
women learning and and being licensed in different trades and being able to have a career in doing those types of professional services, which is really awesome. But coming from that environment to zones was a little bit of a culture shock because I was used to, you know, even certain communication styles or leadership styles or group settings, all of those things just really felt foreign to me. And I remember talking to my mom about it when I first joined zones about how much I was learning. And I felt like my brain was like, at the end of the day, my brain was just exploding with learning so many things. And I felt challenged and excited for the first time in a really long time. So I just think that it's so important that we're we're challenging ourselves too, to, to reach outside of our comfort zone, to empower our friends and our coworkers to do the same and to believe that we have the ability to have a space at that table. And I think that when I, you know, I joked a few minutes ago, of like, I really have no business working in tech. <laughs> On paper, it probably looks like I don't. But again, I do know the value that I bring. And I was really thankful that my group, when I would joke about things like that, and I still do sometimes where I'm like, you guys really need to <laughs> explain this to me because I don't get it. They are, <laughs> they say you're selling yourself short. And I think that women just do that all the time. Um, not to say that men don't do it either. But I think that it's kind of that Again, that kind of imposter syndrome, caretaker, we want to have, you know, we want to check all of the boxes. And if we don't, we feel some way inadequate. And that's just something I think that all of us <laughs> as women collectively need to kind of help each other overcome, challenge each other to the point of the thing. I agree. Exactly. And, then, and our theme, what 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 is the theme, Kate? Yeah, the, the theme is choose to challenge. <laughs> so yeah. We're being tasked with challenging ourselves and challenging each other. I think the other good one that Forbes had mentioned was choosing to challenge the limits and labels that others and ourselves put on either yourself or on other women in the workplace. I really thought that that was interesting and kind of speaks to what you were talking about, which is kind of the traditional female roles and stereotypes and different, um, you know, caretaker personalities, all of those things are certain labels that I think that we either self-impose or are put on us from society or from our groups, um, either inside of work, outside of work. I mean, there's labels everywhere yeah. you go. <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. We know that uh, women can be labeled as bossy uh, for acting <laughs> with equal assertiveness to the men yes. beside them. Uh, or that word ambition, it's neg it's it's negatively correlated for women, mm -hmm. um, but not often for men. Um, or that women are seen as too kind or too nice or too communal. And that can be judged, we can be judged as uh, that we're less leader-like than men can be. Um, but when we behave competitively, we're considered less likable. So, you know, I mean, we face many double binds and contend with more limiting labels and lowering lower expectations than men do often. Um, but, you know, power has no gender. It really doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. And, and our, our you know, yeah. And this, this Forbes article is fantastic. If you guys, if you guys uh, have time, we suggest that you go check it out. It's a uh, Forbes and you can just click choose to challenge or international women's day. Yeah. It's a great article. Yeah, I thought it was really great. And really, it's a quick read. It really is just three different ways that we can choose to challenge as we're thinking about inspiring, empowering ourselves as women and our, our other women within our personal and professional networks. So I, I just loved it. I thought it was great. And I think that the theme for this year is just such a great one because it really is 
kind of asking us to be intentional and be alert. I really liked when they were talking about that, that a challenged world is is an alert world. And I think a lot of times we just keep going through motions or we're not necessarily present for all of the great things that we're doing or the great opportunities that are coming up or really even thinking about like, and celebrating our success of, oh my gosh, I, I overcame this or my group did this really cool thing and we need to be talking more about those great things. I, th- I don't think we do enough of that. I totally agree. I totally agree. There is a quote by uh, Vice President Harris, and she said this last November. And and this one, I, I don't like to talk politics at all, but what she said here was, it was just good. Uh, so she said, dream with ambition, lead with conviction, and see yourself in a way that others might not see you simply because they've never seen it before. And I love it. That really speaks. It really speaks volumes. So, yeah, we. This was this was fun. This was so much fun this, for our first go. This was so much fun. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, thank you so much again for joining us today on our inaugural podcast episode. We had some really great conversations, and we hope you really are able to take um, some good away from this podcast. Uh, so, another, you know, here's our call to action to you guys. How are you going to choose to challenge? How are you going to challenge and and empower your fellow? women in technology uh, throughout this the rest of this year. And we also really look forward to hearing from you in terms of if there's any content that you would like to hear more of, or any topics that are really interesting to you, or even any guest speakers that might be within your own networks that you would like to introduce us to. We would just love to hear from you as to what you would like from this podcast moving forward. So thank you so much for joining us. We really look forward to talking with you again soon next month. And feel free to shoot us an email with any suggestions. You can email me at juliana.wagner at zones.com, or you can email kate at kate.espy at zones.com. And uh, we cannot wait to chat with you guys in April. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.